The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We're joined now by Dr. Gans Ferentz for another edition of How Does That Make You Feel? Uh, well, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks time. again for having me. It's always a pleasure. Look forward to this every month. Now listen, as do we. I'm going to call you out on something here, sure. if I may, or I'm going to challenge your opinions in the past. You've many times said to us, mm. listen, I put together what I want to talk about, mm-hmm. but I'll talk about anything. <laughs> so I do want to talk about what you wanted to talk about, but I sort of wanted to carry on the conversation for the last half hour for just a short sure. amount of time. And I know you listened to the yes, I conversation. Yes, I did. I wasn't able to hear all of it, but okay. I got most of it, yeah. So what are your, from a professional's perspective, what are the advantages of the program that we've been talking about, the $25 a day daycare, what are the advantages of a parent putting a child in daycare as opposed to keeping them at home? Wow, well, it's... I know it's it's huge. It's huge. It's it's a brilliant program if we can make it work, right? Um, I I like the fact that, uh, you know, the guest was talking about the level of care that the kids are going to get in terms of the training of the staff and that sort of thing. So, a few things. One is you've got some structure. Now, Depending on the age of the child, you don't want too much structure. You want a lot of like kind of uh, freedom and free time and let them, you know, kind of self-explore and do different things with their play. But you do need some sort of system around that. So that is one advantage. I think there's a huge advantage. I think you brought it up that uh, in terms of attracting talent to the mm. province, right? Yeah. Um, you have If you have a lot of young people, young educated people or, or skilled people that want to come, daycare is a prohibitive thing if they've got kids. And that's the thing, Gans, because, you know, and I know we don't book you to talk politics, Mm -hmm. right? But we hear constantly how Alberta has to diversify its economy. We we can't rely solely on oil. And we hear constantly that Edmonton particularly is becoming a center for innovation and technology. Mm -hmm. That is kind of the domain of young people. Oh, yeah. And it tends to be young people who have children. Mm -hmm. So uh, I I shouldn't say those who apply for the jobs have children, but it tends to be young people who in general have have children. children, Mm -hmm. So it would be a massive advantage advantage to have an affordable childcare. Oh yeah, well even for oil and gas though. I mean, well, there's, there's, there's tons of you know, I work with, with all sorts of families who, it's a struggle. If you know, one of the partners is out of town working on a project or has to, you know, does shift work or whatever the other person is is there, right? And mm-hmm. um, I remember when I first moved down from Fort McMurray to Edmonton here, we just had our son which was our second child, so our first child was four son was an infant. I would basically go away for a week and work up north and my wife would be with the two kids by herself in the house for a week so I'd come home she would hand me the kids and basically <laughs> sleep for a week right yeah. so yeah. we're both always exhausted I would yeah. go to work to get a rest sometimes right oh, I know that so feeling. yeah <laughs> you know it, so having having daycare even if a person's a stay-at-home parent or whatever it is is a huge advantage to attracting talent but also just for the mental health of the parents one of the biggest stresses in uh, a relationship well the number one is money the close behind is parenting like really? it's a number two right so it's a huge stressor and if there's no uh, either support or um, you know reprieve or whatever it is no rest from that it can be quite stressful for the individual and for the couple and then of course it trickles down to the kids because you got stressed parents they're gonna parent you yeah. in a stressed way right so then you can think about the spin-offs then right so if we have uh, $25 a day daycare and anybody can get in it right and and if you it know, was extended to if, yeah sure let's say it's available. universal yeah. right let's yeah. say it's universal I don't know what their what their plan is maybe there's 
there's also the option to pay for extra daycare if you want or whatever you want, right? But anybody can have access to it. All of a sudden, you're attracting all these all these high-powered people that don't that no longer have to worry about making sure their kids are well looked after, and you get to basically um, engage another another 50% of the workforce mm-hmm. because somebody doesn't have to stay home or worry about that or, or whatever. And who knows what innovations they can come up with. But like you and I were mentioning, I was mentioning to you off air, um, there, the, the program here is too early, too young to be able to do some of these studies, but there are lots of other studies that show when you do certain things to help people, uh, to help children um, help their resilience their health and protect them and stuff like that, you actually save costs in the long term. So if you're dealing with um, kids where they know they can, they have a safe place to be, they're not at home with mom and dad while mom and dad are trying to work and figure that out. And I'll explain what that means in a second. You actually have kids that are better attached to their caregivers, which may be mom and dad, may also be, um, you know, they can rely on the daycare staff. Um, you will have fewer mental health issues with these kids going forward, less problems with school. Typically, that turns into less involvement with the uh, justice system. And you're saying re- what you're telling us right now is based on other studies. Other studies, okay. yes. Other studies, right? But uh, but yeah, less less less. So you're uh, not speculating here. No, 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 okay. no. This and you know what? Well, the better off you are, the better off you are as a child. The better the the if you can reduce stress, childhood stress, or early childhood you know traumas right you can make sure the kids are better attached they have better mental health and we know that mental health is the you know it's really the developing health crisis that we're dealing with in modern in you know in developed nations right now it's not that it's it's just our awareness of it's gone up yeah um and um and so there's there's less less mental health issues there that turns into less physical health issues that turns into better experience with the uh, school system so you're spending less on schooling you're spending less on physical health care spending less on on um, justice and incarceration and police involvement and you're you're basically growing a healthy workforce in your in your province right so it's to me the the potential for so many positive things to happen from just such a simple program is phenomenal. But that's, you know, these are these are sort of big picture, yep. long-term types of concepts. All right, as you might have heard in the background, I'm choking here a little bit. I'm not sure why. Let's go to break and I'll take a drink of water. All right, good news, everybody. I've uh, regained my voice. I, I was telling you, Gans, that's honest, that's never happened to yeah. me before. I, I think I was... And this is the reason, kids, if you're going into radio, you should never chew gum. I think I was choking on a piece of gum or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I got it back. We're there back. You go. There you go. Okay. So we're talking about, uh, we, we continued the conversation because I was interested in talking to you, Gantz, about this $25 a day program. But I was interested in knowing what the positive and negative results are in general mm-hmm. of daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about... Um, we've well, actually, I was choking, so I don't know what we last <laughs> talked about, but <laughs> it seemed quite good. But let me ask you this: one of our texters wants to know 
But have you seen studies where there's a benefit to the parent mm-hmm. raising the child as opposed to a stranger raising the child? So, so of course, right? I mean, you know, when you have a primary caregiver that is able to be at home and can be with them, there, there, there are some benefits. Now, uh, there are ton, tons of caveats with that, though, okay? Because, and this is one of the reasons I'm really in favor of the universal daycare, is because it gives you a choice, right? And even people who are staying home to raise their kids, that's a lot of work, and it's a lot of strain when you're when you're dealing with um, I, I used to work in um, social services before and we'd work with you know developmentally uh, either delayed or ha- handicapped people or whatever and you know the the caregivers if it was a family caregiver even if it was a like a paid caregiver there was respite that would come in and mm-hmm. give them a break every now and then right and you you know it should be no different with parents the the problem is that our culture today is not set up as it was set up in human culture for like millennia before this which is there's a group of us that are raising the kid it's not just one person yeah. or two people it's the aunts it's the uncles it's the church it's the community it's the school it's you know it's everybody right and so we don't have that sort of built into our structure anymore so there's this idea that mom and dad or mom and mom or dad and dad or single mom single dad's got to do it all themselves that's exhausting you know, one stay one. You know, if you're a stay-at-home parent for one child, that's equivalent of two full-time jobs. Okay, if you got two kids, or your kids special needs, or you're trying to run a house, or you're trying to like do a home-based business mm-hmm. or whatever, that's a whole another thing. And you know, I was mentioning to you that you know my psychologist, because when I when I first came back to Edmonton here from Fort McMurray. I was doing a lot of work out of my house and my kids were young. I had like a toddler and a five-year-old and I was doing stuff. And of course it was just, it was a mess, right? Because, um, you know, the kids are always coming in, they're interrupting. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to to get stuff done. I'm not getting much done. I'm getting cranky. They're getting cranky. It just wasn't working. And I was talking to my psychologist. I was like, what, like how, what, what's, what's going on here? And they, he said, look, little kids, they don't have the brain structure to be able to to compartmentalize like say like a you know, 12 or a 15 year old or an adult does right mm-hmm. and so when they see you and they want you that's all they know they see you and they want you in your home they don't understand the door is closed or these are my office hours or daddy's on an important phone call they don't understand that all they feel all that gets locked into their system is that the phone is more important than I am or the computer is more important than I yeah. am or the, you know, whatever you're looking at on your tablet's more important than I am. And that goes directly to the child's sense of self-esteem, their sense of identity, their sense of self-worth, their connection with the caregiver. So that's what we call that in our business, called it that. That's attachment, right? And when, when kids don't have a good foundation of that, then you're setting them up for all sorts of behavioral and emotional problems later for you as a parent, yeah. but also later in life for them as an adult. So is there, though, uh, and again, you know, I, I, I thank you for mm-hmm. just tackling this topic that it's we did good. not plan. Um, are there, for those parents who worry about a separation issue that, mm-hmm. uh, or who feel, because we're talking about the, the well-being of both the parent and the yeah, child here, absolutely. and that's important to remember, right? Yeah. Many parents feel guilty, basically, yeah. dumping their kids at daycare, even if they can afford daycare, right. because they feel like, well, the child's going to have separation issues, or the child misses me, or what if he, they need me during the day? Right. But I... I, I guess I would argue as a parent, and I, I'm, I'm curious as to your perspective, no, you're actually setting the child up to understand that there is separation, mm-hmm. that down the road they'll be going to school and, you know. There, it, there, there's healthy separation and there's unhealthy separation, right? If you, if you, like, it, 
And again, every case is individual, but generally the idea is this. If you are at home and you're well-rested, you got all the money you need and you're, you're not stressed and you can pay attention to your kids, sure, stay at home, do that and enjoy that. That's good. But even in that situation, it will be good for you and it will be good for the kids to have other influences every now and then, mm-hmm. to have a break. The kids go off in a play group, so for example, or do a half day, half yeah, day a week of daycare, aspect, right? Sure. And, and interact with other kids. You go and spend some time with other adults and learn how to not talk baby talk all day, right? Yeah. Watch something other than, you know, like Sesame Street on TV. Eat a meal without cutting everybody else's into squares. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Go to the bathroom without being disturbed, uh, yeah. right? Little things like that. So, so yes, absolutely. Like, there's there there are advantages to being with your child if if you can be able to be focused and if you have the temperament, okay? Because that's the other part of it. Some people are better parents because they work out of the house. Some people are better parents if they get a break. You know, this is this is just how it is. We all have to be real with each other and with ourselves and not think there's this artificial standard by mm. which we have to judge ourselves. I mean, I feel, I feel awful for a lot of moms because moms have it rough. If they don't go out to work, well, they're letting down the you know the the women's lib rights and right. the, the feminist agenda and the whatever. If they stay home, or they they do go out to work, then they're being a bad mom because they're not staying home and they're not pureeing the food and giving them all natural stuff. I mean, they they get it from both sides, yeah. right? And so, look, you look at your own situation, figure out who you are, be honest with yourself, figure out what is going to be the best for you and your partner and your children, and make decisions based on that. And then understand that people will judge you, but that's life, right? Their, their, their yeah. judgments don't really count. And you said that they're getting it from two sides. I'd argue that they're getting it from three sides because something else that I've noticed, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm still learning how to be a human. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mentioned to you off air that, you know, my daughter was talking to me on the phone about daycare and yeah. I knew she had the two kids in the car and uh, she swore mm-hmm. and uh, I cringed. <laughs> you just swore in front of kids. We as parents, when you become grandparents Mm -hmm. you you start to sort of gloss over the struggles that you had as Mm -hmm. a parent and you start to suggest that your children you know oh listen if they're colicky do this if they're (laughs) you know no big deal right because we forget like we Mm -hmm. forget that we actually went through that exact same stress Mm -hmm. we had those exact same fears and concerns and and it's good to remember that Mm -hmm. you know from time to Mm -hmm. time because i because i i can see where some parents would feel completely inadequate as parents as a result of their own parents saying (laughs) well we never did that with your kids (laughs) and and you may have done that when you're there absolutely right but it's it's very different to be in the situation or to look at the situation, right? Yes. And so it's, you know, we can all look from outside and have all sorts of ideas and, and whatever there might be. It, it was funny, you know, I was watching TV the other night and I guess I didn't watch the game, but I think it was Chicago that was like an NFL game mm. that was knocked out of the, the moving to the next round or the, moving to playoffs or whatever it is by a field goal, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, doink, doink. yeah, exactly. So yeah. what one of the Chicago establishments, I think, was a bar did was they set up the field goal because everybody's right. going to say, oh man, he should have hit that. I could hit that, right? Yeah. And so I had people come in and try to make the field goal. And I'll tell you their record, <laughs> zero for 101. Right, exactly. Yeah. Many so, of them didn't even make contact with the football. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, so here's the deal, right? It's easy to look at something and judge it or someone yep. and judge them. It's far different to be in the situation yourself. There's a lot of other moving parts that are in the situation when you're there. So yeah. 
parents, you know, cut yourself some slack. Absolutely. <laughs> your grandparents cut your kids some slack. <laughs> so. You know, it's funny because during that entire conversation with my daughter, and uh, I'm looking at my phone, it was 13 minutes long. <laughs> and she had gone to Tim Hortons. Mm-hmm. So she had come out of the gym. They have daycare at the gym. She'd come out of the gym, picked up the kids. She'd gone through the Tim Hortons to get, she knew I was looking for her, so mm-hmm. she was going to phone me. Mm-hmm. So she got herself a coffee and them some Timbits mm-hmm. to eat in the back seat, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so she had done everything she could think to do to prepare them to be quiet and well-behaved for this drive home to talk, to, you know. Mm-hmm. And during that 13-minute conversation, one of them interrupted her several times. Mm-hmm. And I could feel it. I raised her. <laughs> her blood pressure, I, I, you know, her. But at the same time, mine was. Mm-hmm. You know, it brought me... I was like, God, didn't... <laughs> just shut up for a guy. I guess I have four questions to ask her, and I want her uh, focused on... Right. You know? Right. So it's funny, like you say, it brought me back to those yeah. days where... Remember those days where the kids would not oh, shut yeah. up? And they wouldn't go for the quiet game? Like, you could uh, no, fool no. them into playing the quiet no, game no, or no. whatever? No, no, no. The one that makes all the noise, the annoying grating noise, right. too, right? Yeah. Right. But for those young parents that, you know, we're way past mm-hmm. those days, that's their life. Like, yep. that's... That's Monday. It is. It is. Yeah. And and the other thing is, you know, us as grandparents or with bigger kids, we we have the advantage of being able to not be under the pressure cooker Absolutely. all the time. So we can see it differently. We may be a little more calm, but that doesn't mean that it's fair to judge somebody no. in that situation. And the biggest so. advantage of being a grandparent is handing those little brats uh, that's back. That's right. All right, we'll take a break for news. When we come back, we'll try something new, Gans. We'll go with the topic that you wanted <laughs> hey, to talk right about. On. <laughs> The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.